Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. If you're looking for comprehensive CES coverage, be sure to check on Tuesday and Wednesday's episode of Daily Tech Headlines this week for a full breakdown of the announcements, but here are some of the highlights. LG confirmed it's planning to release a phone with a rollable display with the very creative name LG Rollable. The device provides a standard smartphone form factor when rolled up and mechanically unfurls to the size of a small tablet, presumably without the crease found in foldable displays. Availability, technical specs, and other details were not announced. LG also announced new OLED TVs. The top of the line Z1 series adds a 77 inch 8K model to the existing 88 inch one. The G1 series now includes the Evo panel, which adds a new layer of green for extra brightness. The remotes on the Z and G series now have dedicated buttons for Amazon, Google, and LG voice assistants. The C series adds an 83-inch model and new processors. LG also changed the entry-level series from B to A. LG also confirmed that its new TV lineup will receive updates later this year to include Google Stadia and NVIDIA's GeForce Now cloud gaming services. The services will come to all 2021 OLED, QNED, and NanoCell TVs, with Stadia available in the second half of the year and GeForce to follow. It's unclear if either service will be made available on 2020 or older LG TVs. OnePlus announced the OnePlus Band, a low-cost fitness wearable with a 1.1-inch OLED display that offers heart rate and blood oxygen saturation monitors, fitness and sleep tracking, and a two-week battery life. Other features include 13 exercise modes, IP68 rated for water and dust resistance, with an included silicone watch strap. The OnePlus Band supports Android at launch, with iOS support to be added later, launching in India on January 13th for 2,499 rupees, about 34 US dollars. A global release was not announced. TCL announced the next paper, an 8.88-inch tablet that uses a full-color reflective display with no backlight. TCL claims the 1440x1080 display reduces eye strain and is 65% more power efficient than a traditional LCD with better contrast than e-ink. The tablet runs Android 10 and also includes an 8-megapixel rear-facing and 5-megapixel front-facing cameras, 5,500-milliamp-hour battery with Wi-Fi and 4G modems. The next paper ships in April 2021 for €349 in Europe, Africa, the Middle East, Latin America, and Asia. And of course, there's a prototype, a 17-inch rollable printed OLED display. The demo version pulls open like a scroll. TCL envisions it being useful for things like maps while on a hike and might someday be used in TVs, foldables, and commercial displays. From Intel's CES announcements, the company announced the 11th generation Intel Core H-Series for what it calls ultra-portable gaming, built on Intel's Tiger Lake H35 10nm Superfin architecture and process. This allows gaming laptops and 16mm thick systems with support for Thunderbolt 4, Z Graphics, and PCI Express Gen 4. The three models feature four core 8-thread CPUs with a 28 to 35 watt power draw. The flagship is the Intel Core i7 Special Edition with up to 5 gigahertz turbo speeds. Acer, Asus, MSI, and Vio announced H35-powered systems. Expect 42 gaming laptop designs to run on the H-Series with parts by March. Coming later in 2021 will be 11th generation Rocket Lake S-Series desktop processors with 19% more instructions per cycle with the i9-11900K launching in Q1. Intel also demonstrated its 12th generation Alder Lake processors during the second half of the year. Alder Lake will be the first chips built on the enhanced version of the 10 nanometer Superfin manufacturing tech. It'll combine new high-power cores called Golden Lake with efficient Gracemont cores in a single product similar to ARM's Big Little tech. Intel intends to use Alder Lake for use in mobile devices, laptops, and desktops, similar to Apple's M1 chips. 
Intel also announced that CEO Bob Swan will step down from the role, succeeded by VMware CEO Pat Gelsinger as of February 15th. Gelsinger has headed VMware since 2012, but previously worked for Intel for 30 years, serving as CTO from 2000 to 2005. Swan was named Intel CEO back in January 2019. AMD announced the Ryzen 5000 processor family for mobile, mostly based on the 7nm Zen 3 architecture that's also found in the Ryzen 5000 desktop series. The H-series is meant for gaming and content creation, and the U-series for ultra-portables. All but one of the H-series CPUs for high-powered laptops have 8 cores and 16 threads. The flagship Ryzen 9 5980HS boosts up to 4.8GHz and a 35W TDP. There's also the HX chips, a new H-line for gaming. The Ryzen 9 5900HX has a 45-watt TDP and unlocked for overclocking. AMD says it beats the Core i9-10980HK by 37% for overall performance and 14% for single-threaded performance. The flagship for the Ultra Portable U-Series is the 8-core 16-thread Ryzen 7 5800U that can boost up to 4.4GHz using just 15 watts of power. AMD says it outperforms Intel's Core i7-1165G7 by 1.23 times. It also claims 17.5 hours of battery life for general use and 21 hours for movie playback. Sony showed off its AirPeak quadcopter with Sony's Alpha mirrorless cameras and AI image stabilization for filmmakers. It includes two landing arms that lift on takeoff. The AirPeak will launch this spring. GM launched a new business unit called BrightDrop designed to give commercial customers access to electric and connected products. At launch, BrightDrop will offer customers an electric van called the EV600 with a 250-mile range, as well as a propulsion-assisted electric pallet system called EP1, designed to move goods over short distances. BrightDrop is also developing a suite of software tools to offer commercial clients to help manage EV fleets, and will set up a dealer network to help customers set up charging infrastructure. FedEx is the first announced customer, and will receive the first EV600 van shipments by the end of 2021. Lenovo introduced the ThinkPad Plus Gen 2 with a 12-inch e-ink panel on the lid that improves the resolution to 2560 by 1600 and adds multi-touch that works with a stylus. It also comes with a wireless charging mat. The laptop can go 15 hours on a charge or 24 hours if you just use that e-ink screen. It comes in Q1 starting at $1,549. At Samsung's Galaxy Unpacked event, the company announced new phones, wireless earbuds, and a smart tag. The phones include new flagships, the $799 6.2-inch Galaxy S21, the 6.7-inch $999 Galaxy S21 Plus, and the 6.8-inch $1,199 Galaxy S21 Ultra. The S21 and S21 Plus offer the Snapdragon 888 with integrated 5G, 120Hz 2400x1080 dynamically adjusting screens, 8GB of RAM, Qualcomm's new 3D Sonic Sensor Gen 2 fingerprint reader, and four cameras that largely mirror last year's S20 sensors, although the S21 Plus no longer has a depth sensor. The S21 Plus also includes an ultra-wideband radio. The S21 Ultra, meanwhile, offers the same SoC, adds a 3200x1440 OLED display, 12GB of RAM, a 5000 mAh battery, and up to 512GB of storage. For cameras, it has a similar laser autofocus system to the Note 20 Ultra, a 108MP main shooter, an ultrawide, and two telephotos with 3x and 10x zooms. All are available for pre-order now and ship January 29th. All S21 phones will not ship with a power adapter in the box. The company also announced the SmartTag, a Bluetooth low-energy tracker for $29.99, and the $200 Galaxy Buds Pro with active noise cancellation. Amazon launched Alexa Custom Assistant, a new service that will let third-party companies create their own virtual assistants using Amazon Voice Services backend. This will let companies set up their own wake words and create custom voices with unique capabilities. 
Amazon says these custom assistants will coexist with Amazon's assistant on platforms with voice requests outside of a custom assistance functionality routed back to Amazon. The initial focus of the service will be on the automotive market, with Fiat Chrysler as the first announced partner working on a custom assistant. Baidu announced it formed a strategic partnership with the automaker Geely, which owns Volvo, Lotus, and Polestar, to create an independent subsidiary focused on electric vehicle production. Geely will be responsible for actually manufacturing vehicles, with Baidu supplying the software and tech stack. Baidu has been developing autonomous vehicle technology for several years, launching the Apollo Go robo-taxi service across 700 kilometers in Beijing in September. YouTube launched a pilot program to let creators offer shopping for products directly in videos. Videos with shopping will show a shopping bag icon in the corner. Clicking on that will display a list of featured items. It'll show related videos of those items, provide additional product information, and ultimately allow viewers to buy the item. Currently, only U.S. users on Android, iOS, and the web can view the shopping feature. Google finalized the acquisition of Fitbit. In the announcement, Google confirmed that Fitbit users' health and wellness data won't be used for Google Ads, with the data separated from other Google Ads data, a key to gaining European approval of the deal. The $2.1 billion acquisition was originally announced in November 2019. And finally, TikTok changes privacy defaults for younger users. All accounts for registered users between age 13 and 15 will be private by default. This limits viewing and commenting on content with approved followers only and turns off the suggest your account to others option. Downloads of content will be disabled entirely for the group, with downloads set to off by default for 16 to 17 year old users, although this can be changed in settings. TikTok's video collaboration feature Duet and remixing feature Stitch will also be limited to users 16 and older and set to friends only by default. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, including a week's worth of CES coverage, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.